Yo, yo, yo. All right, all right. So today is 1-29-2020. It's about 5 p.m. in the evening here on a Wednesday evening. And um, so today's episode, I originally was going to do my Super Bowl predicts. And I'm going to do them probably Friday, if I can. Friday or another day or so. But this episode, you know... It's, the talk one of the big biggest major sporting events that has happened in recent memories that I can think of um, and in case you're living under a rock or completely unaware or just I don't know you're rebellious against social media and you're anti-social even in real life um, everybody knows Kobe Bryant passed away you know, he's involved in a horrible helicopter accident and claimed his life, his daughter Gianna's life, and six or seven other passengers. I think there was nine people altogether. I don't know if it was the pilot plus nine or the pilot plus eight. No, there was nine pass. I don't know if it was nine passengers or nine persons. For whatever reason, the pilot is unidentified. But, yeah, Kobe Bryant uh, is no longer with us. Uh, The Black Mamba, you know. Kobe Bryant, Mamba mentality. You know, he's no longer with us. To me, it's not... Okay, I'm not... You know, I'm a Kobe fan. You know, and I'm a fan of the Lakers, as I've stated many times on this podcast. And many times... You know, over now, going on close to two years now doing this thing, or a year and a half, or however long I've been doing it. Um, but I've stayed a main time. Holy shit. Fucking people just crashed right behind me. Wow, amazing. Damn, did you guys hear that? Wow, that's a trip, bro. <laughs> Yo, what the fuck happened? Wow, that completely threw me for a loop. I'm sitting here at the light. And I, even though I'm uh, I'm talking, I'm not talking with the phone to my hand. I have the phone, like, posted up. And I'm, like, looking straight ahead, but... Yeah, that shit is wild. Let me look real quick. Hold on. What you, oh, he hit the front of this guy. God damn, that car didn't take no damage. One car took all the damage. The other car took no damage. But obviously, that's some wild shit. Anyways, um, as I stated many times in the past, I'm a, I'm a fan of the Lakers. I'm a fan of, you know, what they represent for LA. And I'm a Kobe Bryant fan. You know, I'm not one of these Laker fans that like the Lakers and doesn't like certain players um, for the most part I've liked all the Lakers for the most part um, there are some that kind of annoyed like Nick Young um, Dwight Howard old Dwight Howard you know there's just a couple of them that haven't panned out for us as we thought but Kobe Bryant I think 99% of Laker fans Enjoyed his time with us. Um, Enjoyed him on the court. Enjoyed him off the court. So it's one of those kind of things. Um, And I can't... Kobe Bryant is an all-time legend, as it were. He's an all-time great of basketball. He's one of the icons of basketball, as it were. He's a legend. He was a living legend. Um, but let me pause here for a quick moment, regather my thoughts, because just I just seen a car accident in my rear view mirror. Wild, and not just like in my rear view mirror, like right behind me, like the people right behind me just fucking crashed. Anyways, <clears throat> yeah, Kobe Bryant is deceased. 
Um, as I said, I'm a Laker fan. I've stated that many times, and I'm a fan of Kobe's. Now, I think a lot of NBA fans that people are, people are the fan of the sport of NBA knew who Kobe Bryant was. A lot of sports fans know who Kobe Bryant is, and a lot of international. Kobe's got a lot of international flair. Now. It's kind of hard to grasp who he was if you didn't watch him all these years. But I can tell you this about Kobe Bryant myself. Uh, in the city of L.A., in the, city of, in the state of California, Kobe Bryant was a megastar. And I know much has been said about his 20-year career and he's been retired only four years or five years, however long he's been retired. He's played 20 years for the Lakers. Once singular team, one singular home. You know, it's not like he spent half his career here and then took off to some other team and then bounced around a little bit and then came back for a reunion. It's not like he spent 20 years here and didn't accomplish anything, no. The reason Kobe Bryant is a megastar in the in the city of LA and more in California and in the NBA is because he won the five rings uh, the five trophies and he gave it all he gave it all he gave all that he had for the you know the Lakers and organization and the Laker fans like when he walked away and as we watched him as I did you know watched his last games unfold on TV on his you know farewell tour uh, it wasn't the emotion where like you're hoping he's got one more in him. You know, he got one. Maybe you know, maybe he could get two. You know, if he, all the pieces align at the end of his career, no. It wasn't an emotion of like, or it wasn't a thing like he couldn't get over the hump, or he'd been to the finals five times and lost all five times, and he just was searching for one. It wasn't this thing where. He was continuously the best player on his team, like Allen Iverson, perhaps, or old LeBron, and the team never even reached the finals, or, you know, nothing like that, nothing like that. When I when I was watching his uh, last games, I knew, like, okay, well, he gave us five. He, been, he went to seven, gave us five. You know, 20 years, he went seven times to the finals. That's... Um, just under a 50% clip that's like about a 40% clip um you know it's a hell of a hell of a percentage to get to the big big game just like Brady Brady's got six rings been to fucking nine Super Bowls and his career is damn near 20 years he's at a 50 well he's damn near at a 50% clip as well that's not including how many damn AFC championship games you know, he's been to, you know, damn near, he's only not been so many times. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, Kobe gave a lot, you know, to the city and he won. And I think most people were just totally, you know, satisfied. He slayed every demon you could possibly slay, you know, the rumors of, he couldn't win without Shaq. The noise of beating Boston. The noise of you know the old three, the old uh, championship team from the new one. You know, had he gotten older, had he gotten softer, you know, he overcame a lot of noise and he won. He was able to win. You know, managing very, you know. Polar egos in the room, you know, Ron Artest, you know, very, it's a whole, he was able to pull everybody together. Shaq, you just look up and down his teammate list Paul Gazal, Ron Artest, Shaq, um, Robert Ori, you know, Derek Fisher, Trevor Ariza. I mean, these are big time names on their own, and then he was able to glue them together. And, and win and win. Um, 
yeah, man. Like, like I said, I'm not. I'm a Kobe fan and I'm a Laker fan. About you know, I'm not gonna sit here and tell you like he meant the world. I mean, he does. He did mean a lot to me in the fact that he's the only person in almost my whole entire life that has succeeded at professional sports for me. And what I mean by that is I'm, you know, and a lot of fans in L.A. are Lakers and Dodgers fans and Raiders fans, you know. And you got to also think of, you know, some of the other L.A. teams, you know, the the Clippers, the Angels, you know, the two hockey teams. There's not that. Then there's the 49ers and the Chargers. There's not that many championships sprinkled elsewhere. The Lakers are it you know they are are they're probably california's most golden team and as much as the nfl wants to believe that they can just stick the rams and the Chargers in la the the it's a laker town it, the lakers have such a stranglehold on the la sports market that i don't truly believe they'll ever ever and now you know with the outpouring that's happening right now for Kobe. Um, he had cemented his legacy before. This is just... This is not only... You know... He's now propelled himself... To... Godlike status in the NBA. I mean, you'll never be able to mention... Kobe in, in a way that's disrespectful. Because now you're going against the graces of you know you'll never be able to talk down Kobe's game from now on Balls before you may have made the case that he's not MJ maybe you could make the case that Braun was better maybe you could make the case that he was in a top 5 even a top 2 Laker of all time or top 5 NBA player like some of these uh, sports power Ranking bullshit that they got going on. I believe if you power ranked the Lakers' greatest Lakers players of all time, and you somehow leave Kobe Bryant out of the top one or two spots, your career, you're you're almost dabbling with. Um, you know, that's... What is that fancy word that uh, scientists use when you're trying to research whether the possibility of a megalodon exists or whatever? You, you're almost... You you almost put yourself there if you don't put his name at the very top of mo- of most NBA lists. And it's almost, it's almost now disrespectful. And I've seen that heel turn now. Uh, MJ, uh, Michael, and Braun... They're not willing uh, to cross that line either. They're not going to say, yeah, Kobe was good, but he was not great. They're never going to say those words never going to creep out of the upper echelon of the NBA. Most NBA fans never going to utter those words ever. So Kobe now, I mean, he could become, quite frankly, he, he probably will become the most sacred and holiest of NBA players. And like I said, he's probably godlike. Like I said, you know, let me back it up. Let me back this up to Sunday. Let me re- recap my Sunday because I think it's worth recapping. Um, I know I've been jabbering on this conversation. Just get through the gist of who Kobe was. But we're going to get back to it. I'm going to wrap up all this Kobe talk with you guys, you know, for the next so many odd minutes. But let me back this up to Sunday. Yeah, and actually, I should start it on Saturday. Saturday, I didn't watch Saturday's game. I knew it was a big game um, because LeBron was about to pass Kobe Bryant on the third all-time on the NBA scoring list, which is a big accomplishment because... First, you have to put that many shot, that many shots up. Then you have to make the shots, and not only that, once you start making the shots and people realize that you can make shots, their entire game plan 
is to get you to stop making shots to defend you. Double teaming, triple teaming, get the ball out of your hands. And, you know, let anybody else on the floor beat you but but you. You know, be, let anybody else on the floor beat them but you. If they're willing to live with somebody else jacking up threes or going to the bucket, so long as it's not, you know, Kobe, Braun, MJ, whoever, Kareem. <clears throat> but I didn't watch the game because I, can't, I got home Saturday and I was a little bit busy and just doing stuff. And I figured Braun was going to pass it anyways, but they didn't have the gravity to it because they weren't in... They weren't at the Lakers stadium. I don't think Kobe was there. You know, it just seemingly like this was just a game and he was going to pass it. And it was just going to happen. Now, I found out he passed it. Ultimately, they lost. But the game, you know, happened anyways. Now, I went to bed and Sunday. I woke up just like any other Sunday. This Sunday, there was no football, obviously. Uh, there was a Pro Bowl, but obviously... Um, you know, it's really not something I would watch. I did a load of laundry. I had some toast. And I was in my bed laying down, just relaxing. And my nephew comes in the room and says, Hey, did you hear Kobe died? And I said, No, he didn't die. Yeah, that's all over the news. Like, that's what they say, he died. So I, I didn't believe it. You know, I don't think anybody believed it. So the first thing I did, I don't Google, I don't, I check Twitter. Because Twitter has got updates like you wouldn't believe in in real time and fast. So I'm scrolling through my feed looking for news, anything to do with Kobe. And I don't see anything at first. I don't see anything. I don't see anything. Searching, I don't see anything. And then I'm scrolling and I see, what is this I hear about Kobe? Don't tell me Kobe died. Kobe died, question mark, question mark, exclamation point. No way. No way, not Kobe. What? Kobe died? You know, you start seeing the amount of tweets coming in. And I'm starting to not, like, no way. How did he die? Like, he couldn't have died. Died thinking this is some one of those hoax, like, you know, that gets kicked around the internet. So now I'm looking for a source or... I go to the search bar and I'm like looking, I put Kobe and the only thing that's trending is just Kobe and it's a bunch of people tweeting Kobe died. There's no source. About 10 minutes go by and Team Z and a couple other uh, news sources starting to roll out that Kobe died in a helicopter crash. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, who? No. that To me... I know he rode helicopters just from the years of being a Laker fan. I know he rode helicopters, but helicopters don't crash. So I kind of didn't believe it. Even reading a fucking headline, I didn't didn't believe it because I was like, you know, helicopters don't just fall out the sky. The propellers propel. And even when there's an issue, like they slowly, gradually dip down and then they, you know, you can still kind of land it if you are careful enough. It's not like a plane. A plane and the motors die out. You know, you're up in the sky. There's nothing to really brace your fall. Um, so I didn't believe it. I didn't believe it. And just more and more tweets are coming out. No way. Kobe, no way. You know, Kobe's dead. You know, you started seeing all these tweets. All this information. You're looking, I'm looking, I'm looking. Trying to get an actual, like... Statement or a clip or something, and nothing comes until about 30 or 40 minutes after I had heard. You start seeing, I started seeing, you know, Adam Schefter, you know, it's being reported that Kobe was involved in a fatal helicopter crash. Uh, Wadge, you start seeing. You know, all the big accounts that I follow, um, the NBA is starting, you know, pictures are already coming across, rest in peace Kobe, and I'm like still kind of not believing it. And then like, 
I just think the I think the tweet or the message that I saw that finally that that finally like convinced me that you know not only is this real but you know it was just I had seen um I had seen who who was that I was like no this can't be fake not if he's even doing it I think I had seen I don't know if it was Adam Schefter I probably was Stephen A Smith or or Skip Bayless one of them somebody tweeted out like no you know like no this I'm in disbelief Oh, actually, I don't even know who it was, but I just seen the tweets. Somebody saying this is Dwayne. I, it could have been Dwayne Wade. It could have been anybody, because all this was coming at me fast. But once I started seeing, you can't believe this is real. You know, and that's when I kind of was like, I can't believe this is real either. Like, what the fuck? And then more information starts trickling out that he's with his family, and I'm like, no way. That no way impossible. You, like, you know, it's an impossibility. Like, you didn't, like, in, impossible. Impossible. Like, no. Like, so I kind of was like, he couldn't have gone down with all his old family. Like, you know, no way. Like, that doesn't happen. That just doesn't happen. Then I get out on the actual TV and I'm finding sick and tired of watching Twitter because I'm not getting the information I'm getting. I figured I'd turn on the Lakers channel, which is not Fox Sports West or, or uh, Sports, not Sports Center, but um, Sportscast or something like that. Spectrum Live, some some something they have. And sure enough, there they are. It's the broadcasting about Kobe's now dead, and they, you know, the information is still new. But they they think he's with he has family members, five people on board, and then I think everybody put the numbers together and like, well, it was probably him and the four daughters, and Vanessa. I don't know why nobody believe Vanessa wasn't with him but I think with for sure she was without a doubt somebody had to have known that she was not with him um, because she was never even mentioned to be on this helicopter and as you know as the day wore on you kind of learned that his daughter Gigi was on was on board Jana and they were heading to a baseball, a basketball game. You know, they were choppering their, their way there. And pretty much that this was a reality. This is the reality now. You know, more and more people are now getting win. Paul Gasol gets win. Shaq chimes in. You know, many people on Twitter, everybody in disbelief. And I'm in, you know, I'm disbelief as well. I was can't be real like uh, on my end like I said I'm not I'm not gonna sit here and tell you like I knew Kobe or that he was my number one role model or anything like that I'm gonna tell you I shed tears or that I felt a certain way like I had to hug somebody no but what I tell you what I do what I do kind of was just like just shock just complete shock that You know, one of my favorite players. You know, I'm a sports fan. Um, and I've got favorite players. You know, have favorite players. Kobe's being one of the main ones. Um, I like Michael Phelps. Uh, you know, I'm a fan of The Undertaker. I don't know if you consider that a sport. You know, I'm a fan of The Undertaker. When The Undertaker goes, it's going to be bad. Steve Austin, you know... I'm a fan of, you know, I'm a fan of 
Chuck Liddell. I'm a fan of Mike Tyson. Um, I'm a fan of certain certain people, you know, here and there. Uh, I like George St. Pierre randomly. I like Chris Cyborg. You know, I'm a fan of theirs. I follow them around. Uh, I'm a fan of in other basketball. You know, I do like, and I always kind of like Steph Curry, uh, even back when he was injured his first season. Um, I like Sasha Vujicic, Paul Gasol. I, like, I really like Paul Gasol. I liked his demeanor. Um, Shaq is another big name. You know, I wasn't too much of an MJ fan. Uh, I, I recognize his game. I understand his game, but I wasn't. I never really followed him. I uh, didn't really care too much for MJ myself, but you know, nonetheless, uh, I'm a fan. I'm a huge fan of Eli Manning and Peyton Manning, for what you know, for obvious reasons I've stated before. Um, you can only count on Eli to beat Tom Brady in any big game. It's just what it comes down to. The only team you can count on is the New York Giants beating the goddamn Patriots. And that's how I became an Eli Manning fan. And, you know, just what it is. But, yeah, I guess I was a Kobe fan, so... But I wasn't shocked. It was one of my more favorite sports players that I know. You know, just just in complete shock. Like, I was like, wow, no, no way. No way did I just... I was going to watch the game on Saturday... Not that I was going to see Kobe, but, you know, I knew what the day was. You know, I knew it. I was like, well, you know, they're going to pass Kobe. You know, they're going to be talking Kobe and talking LeBron. But, you know, some of the, maybe just subconsciously I didn't want to watch it because I'm tired of the Kobe versus LeBron debate. There is no debate. Uh, Bron's got some catching up to do when it comes to the to the rings. When he gets to that plateau of five or six, the debate will rage forever, you know, at that point. You know, MJ still still going to sit at one. There's no debate there. Kobe, I got to put right at two. LeBron is right behind Kobe at three. Perhaps four, depending on how Steph Curry shakes out over the next... 10 years if Steph Curry can lead his team to another f- three or four rings you know you gotta put him up there in the category of maybe Steph is trending that way let's see what happens you know down the road but yeah I mean and maybe it just like I said subconscious I was tired of hearing it you know I didn't want to but I can't believe that I just couldn't believe it. I was like, no way. And I was just kind of shocked, just kind of like, he couldn't, he couldn't even put, put it into words. Like, like the most random of person, but that, you know, but that, you know, it's just so random. Like the randomality of it to me is what gets me. It's just so bizarre. Like I said, the media was hyping up that, LeBron was going to pass Kobe. He passed Kobe, you know, and not not a dozen hours later, he's gone from the planet Earth. Um, it just, uh, the passing of the torch, you know, I think he even tweeted his last tweet was directly at LeBron. Um, it just, like, there's so much, the randomality of it all is just beyond comprehension. Um, and, you know, that's how my Sunday went. And, you know, it's just a bummer, man. Like, I plan on, like, I plan now, you know, hoping and cheering for my Lakers. I plan on going to a game this year. I haven't gone. I wanted to go because now I feel like... I got. I wanted to get in before they started, before they won a championship. 
You know, because I hate to be that person that they win a championship and then you go. Um, I'm not that kind of person. Like I've done that for the Dodgers. I've gone. To, I've done. I've been to Lakers games. I haven't been to one recently. I've been to Raiders games. I'm, you know, just one of those type of deals. Like I want to go before they win. Like I want to be one of the people that was there when they weren't winners yet. When they weren't champs yet. Like I don't want to be one of those guys. Then I hadn't gone. I had planned on going to a game. Now, not that I'm not planning on it, but now I just is like, you know what? You know, it's just one of those things, man. Like, it's just, I'm just in shock. Like, you know, you're going to roll up to a game now that just Kobe just, just I kind of, I should go just out of respect, but it's also, I think, kind of disrespectful that he built that house, he left it for a generations of players to come and play on his court and and for people to visit and pay their respects to him but it's like you can't just post up like I think the people that showed up outside of Staples Center not saying that not all of them but I think some of them don't go to the games they only watch it on TV or they only really support when the Lakers are winning um you know they go on their going you know they have to be out there because you know now it's mandatory but I see it as like it's just it's just a bummer man like you know Kobe I think Kobe not that he facilitated anything with LeBron or facilitated anything with anybody but I think Kobe's the ultimate benchmark for future Lakers players He's the benchmark. You want to be a legend in the game. You want to be the top dog. You want to be, you know, you want your you want to be in that combo. If you're a basketball player in the world right now, and you looking at Jordan highlights, and you're looking at LeBron highlights, and you're looking at Kobe highlights, and they say, you know what? I want that. I want to be, you know, and some kids have that aspiration. They want to be the number one. They want to be the next Tony Hawk. They want to be, and Tony Hawk's another one of my favorite sports figures and persons. You want to be the next Michael Phelps. You think you can, you're can? you going to be the next Usain Bolt. You want to just run faster than anybody's ever seen. You want to, you want to be the next you know, Babe Ruth or whatever the case may be. You know, and Kobe was the, he was a Lakers benchmark for not only the Lakers organization, but for the NBA. And I kind of feel like that is now erased. Not that his benchmark is erased, but he could help facilitate, you know, he could give somebody the the talk that they needed to push themselves to get to that level. He could sit down and have a you know detailed conversations how to play the game, how's the game, how the game has changed, what he sees, what they see, where they could work on just little tricks tricks of the trade that come with any trade that you know. It's one puzzle piece that is not there to help the Lakers, not there to help future NBA players. It just was erased. Braun is there, but he's not exclusively LA. You know, he's made uh, Cleveland his home, Miami's home, now LA. It's just not the same, you know. Kobe was supposed to get to, he was 80 or 90 years old before he died off and he was supposed to help see the next Kobe Bryant walk through the doors and win three rings in a row or four, you know, establish a dynasty, you know. Put the Lakers, you know, back in the forefront as the number one NBA team of all time, you know. Now the player is going to have to look towards LeBron and look towards an aging Michael Jordan and old Shaq and even older Magic Johnson. And, you know, it's just... You know, Larry Bird, you know, some of these people, some of these players are now really, really old. 
Kobe was just young enough. He's 41. He died at 41. I'm 34 myself. He's still young. I mean, he could still pick up a ball and probably take you on -on one-on-one. You know, ball you up, up and down the court. I'm not the can't the same can't be said. I don't think Jordan can do it. I don't think Shaq can do it. You know, Charles Barkley can't do it. Not that many people can do it. Just those are just the facts. Bron could, but Bron's not done, and there's no telling where Bron's gonna actually. Venture off and retire too. Could it be LA? Could it be Cleveland? Could it be somewhere? You know. And then on the other end, you know, I think it's bad enough that Kobe died. But then you couple it with Gigi, his young daughter, one of his daughters. A rising basketball star herself. Um, yeah, I myself have often watched WNBA games just out of curiosity to see what's happening over there. Diana Taurasi is one player that comes to mind, you know, in all her winning she did for the Phoenix Mercury. Um, but I think Kobe could have... I think... Gigi could have been a very special, for sure, college player. But I'm almost positive she would have been electrifying in the WNBA. And I believe she would have brought with her everything that Kobe had brought to the Lakers. And if she would have played for the LA Sparks, she could have established a dynasty for the LA Sparks. And I really think that had Kobe been going to the games and her and his daughter was winning WNBA titles the major media you know ESPN and some of the other they would have been broadcasting those games they I'm not no fortune teller but I I'm oh, I'm like 75% sure that the WNBA lost just lost its Michael Jordan. It just lost its Kobe Bryant. It just lost its LeBron. That maybe they don't know it yet. Maybe we're gonna have to wait another thirty years. I think the WNBA just lost a huge rising star from a young age. Um, it's well documented. Kobe took Gianna to the games to analyze, study, to watch professional players play the game. Uh, she herself was a rising basketball star that Kobe had talked about many occasions and I do believe she would have eventually gone pro just off of sheer skill and then that coupled with you know her dad's killer mamba mentality you can't tell me that she was not going to be a major major force for the WNBA and as I stated Probably their Michael Jordan, you know, Diana Taurasi's maybe their Michael Jordan right now, but I think if Kobe would have been at the games, you know, their family at the games, other NBA players at the games, because Kobe's going now, and every NBA person's got daughters and sons, you know, that they want to see succeed in the game of basketball, or the road is now paved. It's, it's, it's just so odd to me that you know a lot of these NBA players have daughters and they don't they're not playing the sport of WNBA and let alone some of these NBA players that are big time stars that have daughters are not playing basketball. Uh, but Kobe was different. He was teaching his daughter the game of basketball and she was for a lot for all that I can tell was pretty good at it. And I just think the media would have been on because it would have been like a phenomenal story Kobe raising a four-time WNBA champ you know and him there and they would have been broadcasting those games like I said with that with all the media hype social media she would have blown up to be a mega star in the WNBA would have been 
she could have been the Michael Jordan for the WNBA or the Kobe Bryant or the Gianna Bryant of the WNBA. You could have cemented her name down as and propped up the WNBA to reaching, I think, UFC women's uh, popularity in sports. You know, just like uh, Serena Williams and, and Venus Williams, you know, I believe Gigi could have probably been at that level. You know, we're never going to know now. Um, and I do believe Kobe was well on his way to being... Um, he just won an Academy Award. I mean, he's doing so many things in the background. Uh, I believe there's a player or two now lost to the NBA that we we just don't know who they are yet. Maybe maybe they'll make it, maybe they won't. But, you know, just one thing, you know, if Michael Jordan can go and reach out a couple of times a year to certain communities and teach young folk about the game of basketball, how to dribble, maybe they get inspired by seeing him. You know, LeBron's out there, you know, Dwayne Wade's out there. But now there's a whole piece of the puzzle missing on Kobe's end. Maybe there's some kid out in... Palmdale, California, or or South Central California, or you know Long Beach, or Palos Verdes, you know, playing on a court and they're just a little downhearted for whatever reason, you know, and perhaps Kobe stumbles by, like, hey, young man, you know, want to shoot some hoops? And they get in, they get re-inspired and they make it. You know, though the NBA players are really good at that right now in reaching out to the youth. Um, and I do believe that, you know, Kobe was going to camps and, you know, and I do believe the NBA is now over the next 20 years, you're going to be feeling the loss of Kobe Bryant. His, it's just, uh, the Kobe reach is so far right now. And you can't tell me in 20 years, 30 years, 40 years from now, how far his reach would have gone. Um, the world in basketball is now going to be hurting from this for a while. Um, and as a Laker fan, yeah, I mean, it's bum- bummed out too, man. I mean, I would have enjoyed listening to um, his breakdown of film. You know, him coming back and doing maybe calling a game, you know, sitting down with... Um, Stu and you know and and company. I would have loved them maybe calling some ESPN games, you know, appearing on NBA, you know, TV. You know, that's one of those things that I don't think he wanted to do all the time. Obviously, he wanted to raise his kids, but ten years down the road, you get, you know, kids are off in college, not much else to do. You know, successful everywhere else. Maybe you want to go to a Laker game and call, you know, the next Kobe Bryant's first couple of games maybe you want to sit courtside you know pass the torch that way like hey young man you're you're me but 20 year 21 years old i'm now 51 or 55 you know whatever we don't we don't get that no more we don't get we don't have that no more uh as a laker nation it's just no more you know just so sudden you know i don't get too philosophical philosophical about I don't get too deep into it. I'm, you know, I'm not gonna sit here and tell you to pray or to hold anybody or reach out to loved ones. I'm not gonna sit here and tell you that his death is gonna make me any better of a person or that you know it's gonna inspire me to now do anything different that I'm not already doing. But I tell you what, um, it's one of my favorite basketball players of all time. Just the only thing I can do now is see him on highlights, you know, nothing new coming out of, nothing new coming from him. You know, and your heart goes out to the family, man. I mean, I feel as a fan, like, you know, there's a major loss 
you could only imagine what Vanessa and, you know, the other kids are feeling, man. I mean, it's a truly tremendous, it's just a tremendous loss, you know. It's just a tremendous loss. No other way to put it. Just, it's just the loss. You have to hang, you have to hang your hat. You have to, you know, tip your head a little bit. You have to realize that, you know, this is part of life. You know, everybody dies. Everybody's got, somebody said everybody's got an appointment you can't cancel. And everybody goes, and everybody's going, you know. Death, you know, you're going to die. Am I scared of dying? No, I am not. Um, But at the same time, you know, it's a tremendous loss for everybody that's left here. They don't get to hear Kobe. You know, you don't get to see Kobe no more. Like, I'd be bummed out, too, if Eli Manning was just died. You know, I'd, one of my more favorite players, for whatever reason, you know, it would suck. It just sucks, you know. And those closest to him, obviously, would suck, too. It would be bad, you know. But that's who Kobe was. I mean, Kobe, you know... He was a megastar in the NBA, megastar in LA, and megastar, you know, in the sports athlete, in the sports athlete world. He's just a tremendous mega superstar. Um, gone too soon, man. I mean, can't, still can't, I still kind of can't believe it. It's not Wednesday. I still kind of can't believe it, you know, that he's gone. You know, I just, I've been watching the Lakers this year. I know they've been winning. I've watched them, been watching the last couple of years that Braun has shown up and took over the reins of things. And now I feel like we're doing good things now. And now that the Lakers, one of the top teams in the NBA, it was exciting, you know, to watch them this year win, you know, win games. Um, I'm still going to watch the Lakers, you know, they they canceled yesterday's game against the Clippers. They're gonna make it up at another day, um, but they get back to business on Friday. You know, it's all business now. It's Kobe's passed away. The Lakers got to get back to it. There's still a season to have more than half a season to play. Um. And playoffs, because I think the the Lakers are in playoff contention. If not, if they they will make the playoffs, and they will have to play playoff games. So the Cinderella story would be LeBron and and Anthony Davis and and Alex Caruso and Kuzma and KCP and in company and all those guys gutted out get a title to LA and you know we raise one in honor of Kobe that's the Cinderella story now you know it's a lot of pressure it's a lot of overcome on LeBron's end it's a lot of overcome on the players end it's a lot of to overcome as far as a coach goes to take that kind of a to take that on win one for Kobe not just win one win one for Kobe don't let him down it's a lot it's a lot to overcome. I mean, if somebody told you, "Hey, you know, your father passed away. Take over his company and dominate the field. Dominate all the other competitors at selling shoes. Make the number one brand of shoes, dominate it, win it all." Not many people are going to do that, especially if they're in, if it's in the middle of things, and nobody's got a clear cut case for who's the best team overall, or who's got the best company, you know, it's, it's a tremendous thing, you know, to overcome. Those are Cinderella stories. Will this be a Cinderella story year for the Lakers? I don't know. It's too early to tell. <clears throat> We're not even in playoffs. Um. The All-Star break is going to be um, something to watch now. So it's going to be a lot of tributes, a lot of players, a lot of talk about Kobe. I do believe the NFL, the NFL should honor Kobe as well. Um, he just died, and I think he, 
he's dominated the he's dominated the headlines the last couple of days uh completely overshadowing things that are going on, going on in the political and as far as in uh, an impeachment completely erasing Iran the Iran conflict um nobody's even focused on stocks or anything of that nobody's even focused on really much of anything it's been Kobe dominating the Super Bowl is days away in the entire sports world is is focused on Kobe um we're slowly going to transition Friday is going to be a big game for the Lakers they play Portland and it's just it's just a massive game um it's a game seven in the middle of the season. Like, I don't even know how else to say it. It's going to be high emotion. The fans need something to cheer for. The fans are going to be rocking. Um, they've been outside of Staples Center now for like three or four days. And it's just like chanting MVP, chanting Kobe, you know, wearing 24. It's just going to be wild come Friday. Must see TV. Um, and that's going to give way to the Super Bowl weekend, which is also Sunday, you know, and I hate to be that guy, like, moving along and shuffle Kobe out, but I mean, we're going to get back to sports here, you know, the Lakers got to get back to business. They got to get back to business. Um, I know they canceled the game and rightfully so, of course, much respect for Kobe. Of course, that game was going to be moved. But you're going to get back to it. We need... I think Kobe wants us to win it. I think the fans want us to win it. They want... We're doing good. We're not, you know, 12 and 25. We're not 7 and 28 or something like that. We're top-seeded team. Um, Get that Mamba mentality into the players. You know, this just what it is, man. Like I said, Kobe, you know, I'll never forget the three-peat. I'll never forget, you know, the Game 7 win over the Boston Celtics. One of my most favorite, cherished moments of all time, you know. They had beaten the Lakers two years prior, you know. You had already heard about the Boston Red Sox winning. The New England Patriots were continuously winning. And here come the fucking Celtics beating the Lakers. To being, they're now the best sports town in all of America. It's Boston, New England. And I ain't never had nothing personally against Boston. But I do have something personally against the New England Patriots. And so all that beat L.A. chance that came around and came out. And still to this day, beat L.A. chance, you know, rained down in the World Series. We're hearing chance to beat L.A. We're hearing it in football. You know, the idiotic chant that Boston started was front and center when they beat us. And then we absolutely decimated the Orlando Magic the following year. And we took to game seven in a Kobe Bryant triple-double and a Ron Artest three and a Derek Fisher saving a game five. And you get Kobe rising up on the announcer table like a WWE wrestler. Ball in one hand, confetti falling down, arms as wide as you can, screaming the top of the I mean, I felt that, man. I felt that. I felt as if L.A., the Raiders, the Dodgers... We just, Kobe gave a big middle finger to all of Boston in L.A. 
one of the greatest feelings, one of the greatest, to me, one of, that's one of the greatest moments in sports I've ever witnessed in my life. It's right up there with Mario Manningham and David Tyree's catches from Eli. Um, it's right up there with, you know, Manny Wood hitting the Grand Slam, you know, coming back. I mean, it's up there with, it's up there in some of the greatest things, sports that I have ever seen, like, that I was just watching like I'd ever have ever seen. Beast mode. It's one of those it's one of those most iconic moments. Um watching the Cardinals take the Texas Rangers to game seven and ultimately winning that one. Watching the um Chicago Cubs win after 108 years. Some of that stuff was just you can't you can't put it into words. Kobe gave me one of those moments, and I'll never forget that. I'll never forget that. I'm at home watching it on the TV as loud as I could. Kobe's exercising and eviscerating and decimating all of the Celtics bench crowd. You know, it's a phenomenal game. You know, just phenomenal. So that's all you can say about Kobe. He's, he's one of the greatest. You know, it'd be sadly. Missed, you know, but I'm glad I got to watch him play. I'm glad that he was on the Lakers. I'm glad um, he got to retire. And at least, you know, had he died when he was a player, this would have been bad. But he retired. I believe he spent time with his family. And that's all that really can. That's all that really matters, you know. Me and my nephew. We play basketball here and there. You know, I'm no longer able to physically bully him at basketball or any sports. As part of growing up, part of getting older. But you know what? We still play basketball. One of the one of the things, one of the sports we do play. I'm not a fan of soccer in that aspect. Uh, I can't do anything to with him as far as practicing for ba- baseball. Uh, we don't really chuck a football around, but we will shoot hoops. And uh, that Sunday after, you know, we went out to actually go shoot some hoops in the evening. And I put up 10. I put up 10 on him. We played a game to 10. I put up 10 on him. I won him 10 to 6 or 10 to 7. And I got a W. And I'm not saying that Kobe had anything to do with that. But... I shot the ball and it went in. Uh, I don't know what Kobe used to say. You know, there's a 100% chance you don't make it if you don't shoot it. Um, you shoot the ball. You just shoot the ball and will it to go in. That's all there is. That's all you can do. Hope to God it goes in. Anyways, that are going to do it for this episode, man. Rest in peace, Kobe. Rest in peace, Gianna and the other passengers on board. You know, Kobe meant a lot to L.A. He was he was a born, bred, true winner for the L.A. A true winner for the NBA. Um, there's only one thing I think left for Kobe to do. And that's, I believe, he should be immortalized. Either nobody should wear the number 24 ever again. Or he should be the logo of the NBA. Or everybody should wear uh, a KB on their jerseys. KB should be on their jerseys. You know, from here on. You know, not just the Lakers. Not just, you know... You know, not just the Lakers, and it should be for everybody. I truly believe that that's what needs to happen um, for the NBA. The NBA needs to do. They need to re- either retire his number or immortalize him in one way or the other. He's already immortalized, but they need to put it to. They need to just put it to like put his initials KB. Maybe even GB. Put 24 somewhere. 24 A. You know, they need to do something with it. Make him the face of the, the new NBA logo. I'm sure Jerry West would be okay with it. 
Uh, if Jerry West needs to give his blessing or sign something off, I'm sure he'd do it. There ain't going to be no lawsuits. Just the NBA needs to do this probably before the, before the beginning of next season starts. Um, I'm understanding the season. We're now in a scramble. The NBA is in full-on scramble mode because players need help. You know, we have not, they have not buried, or I don't know what they're going to do with Kobe. I don't know when funeral services will be held. But, you know, I do know it's within a week or two that that stuff takes place. So they got a lot of work on that end. You know, Vanessa does and, you know, the Laker, the Laker organization as well. um, And the NBA as well. They need to fly people in. People are going to miss games. Um, People are going to, you know, they need to have, I know it's up to Vanessa where he's buried. But I think the Lakers are going to have another little ceremony for him. An official ceremony, official something, you know, for Kobe. So that way the fans can stop coming to the arena and just being at the front with... They don't know, not knowing what to do, you know. You got to be put to rest as well. Um, so the Rambo is in scramble. They're in a scramble now for the All-Star game. And then we're going to be in a scramble as well for the NBA playoffs. It's just going to be one of those things. So that's my thoughts on it, man. Rest in peace, Cobes. Um, I'll get back to another episode. We'll go over Super Bowl predicts. And I'll give you my thoughts on that. And maybe I'll do a a wrap-up of the game. Catch you guys later. I'm out.